Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Destroy All Children. It's everybody's favorite time of year, the end of it. Yeah, it's also the Grimmies, so it's my time to shine. I That's get to right. let all the bile out, all the hatred I've been building up all year long. Yes, next week will be the Golden Gizmos, where we Look. get to acknowledge the uh, high points of video games in 2021, uh, what what little there was. Uh, but this week, it's all about the bad stuff. And yeah. this is where you take charge. This is your... Yeah. This is all your thing. Yeah. Look, I get on this podcast and get real King Shark once a week for you bitches and <laughs> bastards. And no one fucking listens to this. So I've been looking forward to this week in particular because I get to let it all out. I got a lot of problems with video games. Now uh, you're going to hear about it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, right at the start of this, huge content warning because it's going to get really dark pretty fast. Uh, because we're talking about worst game of the year, uh, which means that I now have to get into Balan Wonderworld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what the content warning should be. Yes. No, it definitely doesn't have anything high, to do with anything high else. Yuji Naka content. Hey, look, it's all about the games here. I'm not going to talk about anything other than video games. Um, keep politics out of video games. Yeah, yeah. So, worst game is probably the best place to start out with this, I I think. All right. Save the the big stuff for last. Uh, I already kind of spoiled it. My worst game is probably Balan Wonderworld. Did you not have a top five of worst games? No. I said to have top five. (laughs) It was difficult to have a top five of worst games considering how few games came out this year and the fact that I liked pretty much all of them that I played. That's true. Like I probably would have had a lot more difficult filling out uh more difficult time filling out a top 5 if I had not had Game Pass, which had plenty yes. of things would I which I would like download and play 10 minutes and be like this sucks and delete it. <laughs> I was going to say yeah, by Game Pass I probably would have had a more comprehensive list. But like yeah. I I'm still a total freak who if if I played it's cuz I bought it. Oh sure. And, like out of the stuff that I have bought this year, I think the only one that I've really disliked was Bland. I did not like Yakuza Like a Dragon, but I'm also not insane enough to try to make the case that that is one of the worst games of the year. Also, also it came, came out, out like, last year. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> so. played the PlayStation Five version. I had a had a moment, but uh, okay, I guess. No, I, I think that the actual worst game of the year probably exists somewhere in your list. So why don't I just talk about my grievances with Balan and get that out of the way? Okay. And we'll get into yours. Uh, this game is fucking terrible. <laughs> I've not I, played I this, but I did watch you play that demo for a while, <laughs> and it seemed really bad. Yeah, the demo that was so good they had to remove it so they can try to <laughs> like right. trick people into buying the game. Forgot uh, about that. Hey, Balan Wonderworld is mostly just that demo stretched out over the course of many hours. Mm. Uh, I actually, for like quite a bit of time, I still kind of feel this way. Like, I actually think that the game maybe gets more hate than it deserves. Like, it's still not a good game, but I also don't think it's a bad enough game that it should have ended a man's career. Uh, okay. I it's It's not so bad that Yuji Naka needed to go hang himself from the rafters or whatever the fuck it is that he did after this. Like, it's... There's a lot about the design that just kind of leaves me scratching my head and asking why they would do something like this. Like, um... 
in particular, half of those costumes are just duplicates of half of the other costumes in the game. Or like if you need to go clear a mini game that you didn't get the score you wanted on because you're a lunatic who's trying to get all the trophies in the game. Uh, not that I would do that or anything. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> but if, say, you did uh, and you failed the mini game then the game no longer appears in that level until you go and beat the boss. So anytime you fuck up one little thing, you have to go beat the boss again to reset the level. Which is incredibly inconvenient. It should just just be that the level resets when you exit the level and re-enter it. Can you just exit the game and go back? No. No, you have to re-beat a boss every (laughs) single time. Awful. <laughs> it should no, it, like situations like that should be like Tony Hawk, you know, like press start, down, down X, and you restart. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, like the mini games aren't hard. The, the trophy I'm trying to give for those specifically is you have to get like all excellent for every like prompt in the QTE events, mm, which is not which are very vague from what I remember. No, it's just you only hit one button. It's just oh. the X button every single time. You just wait for like a silhouette of Bland to like lay over him and then you time it when it's like perfectly over him. And there's like a couple seconds of like leeway to that. So it's really easy. Oh, okay. The reason I've been fucking it up though is I've been getting into my own head about it because I'm like, oh, if I fuck this up, I gotta go beat the boss. Like I definitely can't fuck this up. And then I fuck it up because I'm worrying about it too much. So it, it's well, partly on me. me to believe that you would do that. <laughs> it's partly on me. But like at the same time, beating the boss to reset the level is completely asinine. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. And that's just kind of like the tone of the game in general is there's a lot of things where I'm like, I don't know why you thought design wise this was a good idea. Well, it's a mystery. Yeah. I Again, I, I so don't. Let's bring him in. Here he is. Yuji Naka. <laughs> He's going to answer for his crimes. <laughs> he would come in here and be like, I, I don't speak English. <laughs> no, it, it's still like, I think has its own certain charm. There's something about like the art style of this and Nights into Dreams that I like a whole lot, despite the fact that neither game is particularly fun to play. Um, it's got some heart to it. You could tell that they had a vision in mind. The execution was just kind of clumsy. Uh, again, I don't think it's such a bad game that Yuji Naka needed to be expelled from the industry. But because it is the worst game that I have played this year, uh, I hope that Yuji Naka cannot even get a job at a gas station. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sticking Yuji Naka six feet under. Uh, what, what's, your, uh, what's your list? All right, well... I did not play Byline Wonderworld because... Uh, Would you like to? I can send you a no, copy. No. No. You sure? I'm a, yeah, I'm all right. It's like 15 I, bucks. I really... <laughs> no. Uh, but I did play uh, the newest game from another Japanese uh, high, highly regarded developer. You don't producer. seem very sure about that. Well, he's a very special person. I think oh, we all no. like him. Oh, uh, I know what this is. The Good Life from oh, Swery no. uh, is number five. And uh, we talked about this on the podcast, but um, a neat idea of being sort of an Animal Crossing, like sort of mystery photography thing. 
Yeah, all Except, that plus sweary sounds like a winning formula. It should, but instead it's just like a tonal mess, but not in a good way like Deadly Premonition was. Uh, it's not or nearly as much of a mess as Deadly Premonition Well, It's not nearly as much of a mess as Deadly Premonition 2. Okay. So it has that going for it. That was a strong contender for worst game total when it came out. Yeah. I think it was only beaten by something really bad. I don't remember what it was. But um, this is like mostly fetch quests, which are not fun. And it's like, I gave up when it was a quest, which was like, you have to find these gnomes and move them onto this driveway before a guy gets there. And when carrying them, you move very slowly. And also it gives you no indication of where they actually are. And so you just have to wander around this area looking for them. And after maybe 10 or 15 minutes... I never found the third one and a guy got there and was like, mission failed. Now you get to do it all over again. I was like, yeah. Nope, oh, I'm, you just, I'm not playing any more of this. You just got to go beat the boss and then you can do the mission again. It's couldn't be yeah, more yeah, easy. Yeah. 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 Anyway, know. I, I backed this on Kickstarter. So this is <laughs> maybe the only one I actually like bought out of this list. I forgot um, about that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, I only, I have pledged the minimum amount, at least, like just enough for the copy of the game. Not like some people we know that got like the physical edition and all of this crazy crap with it. Then I would be really angry. You're um, giving Sweary a job, but you're paying a minimum wage. <laughs> they want to help him out basically. like this much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyway, that's the good life. That's my number five. Number four is... Returnal. Wait, real quick. The who, PlayStation Five. What? Who backed that all the way? Was it Brandon? Brandon. Yeah. Oh God, that yeah, and the giant bomb thing. Yeah, I know. Bad what times. A poor soul. <laughs> uh, number four is Returnal for the PlayStation Five from Housemark. Oh, man. Uh, who previously made very good games, and this time they did not. Uh, it is. That's it. That's the review. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, like you, you look at it in clips and it's like, this is recognizable as a house mark game. It's got sort of the bullet hell type aesthetic. You, you've yeah. got uh quick action and that stuff's fine, except the actual like progression and everything in that is so dull and tedious and easy. It's like, it, it's really easy if you get all the items, which is easy to do because there's no time limit or anything in a game like this. Usually there is some sort of limit. Like you can only spend so long on each floor, you know, yeah. before like, I don't know, a ghost starts chasing you or something. It's like, you have to, <laughs> no. you have to, well, that's usually I'm using Spelunky as an example. Not a ghost. <laughs> well, well something the ghost like... of Harold Ramis is chasing me. Through this <laughs> Go God. You're keeping busting in the family. Um, <laughs> But, you know, there'll be, like, something that will force you to go to the next level. Uh, yeah. Here, no. You can just spend forever, like, getting every item you can before progressing, which then makes you very overpowered, uh, to the point where you can defeat most bosses by just holding fire. Uh, there is one enemy in the game that is difficult to fight, uh, which are, like, these really annoying, like, teleporting guys. But other than that, the game is very easy. Uh and at the same time, it seems to expect you to die uh, because there's like a mechanic where you can insert, I don't know, like crystals or something to unlock new items 
uh, but it, you can only do that once per life. And so I was just like doing that and then immediately like jumping into a pit as soon as I could <laughs> to try to unlock more items. Like I only died for real, like maybe twice over Jeez. the whole playtime, And those were near the beginning before I really knew what I was doing. It's funny because I saw so many people when the game awards were announcing their lists of nominations that were livid that this game was not like in contention for yeah, game of the year i know which to be fair i haven't played it maybe i would enjoy it a lot more than you did but like everything I that you describe it. about it, it it's shortcomings mechanically it is funny to me that there's like this hardcore contingent of people who swear up and down that this is the best thing that came out all year yeah and and then like I'm sure there will be people who be who will say like, "Oh, you didn't get the true ending of it," uh, and the thing is, there's nothing really to that. That's just even more tedium because basically, you have to go through the game again and get these specific items. Except, the items are tied to specific rooms, which may or may not spawn. Um, and so oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, so you might just have to play through it multiple times and just hope that those specific rooms show up. Like it's. It's garbage. Also, the ending isn't worth it. I went and looked it up, and like, it's exactly what you would think. Like, you can see where that plot is going very, very, very early, and there is no actual twist to it. Hmm. And it also sucks. Um, I don't know. Like, Returnal, not good. They call it Returnal because you turned around and Returnal went <laughs> back to Gamefly. That's exactly what I did. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would say it's worth a rental to check out. Like, parts of it look good. Um, yeah, it's a it's a pretty looking game. Like, I kind of wanted to play it until I talked to you about it, uh, yeah. and then decided this probably isn't worth like sixty dollars. No, like also for something that's like a roguelike like that, there's no. not much variation in it. You'll see the same places like every time. I imagine it'll be a PlayStation Plus game eventually. Oh yeah, I would guess next year definitely. Yeah. Um, I'll have to re-up at some point because I have now realized how many games I do not have access to because I've let my <laughs> yeah. account lapse. Although weirdly, like, sorry, not to like totally derail this, but we had kind of speculated, okay, do you lose access to those like initial batch of games that they had at the start of the year, like God of War and Persona yeah, yeah. and all that? Yes and no. I can't figure it out. D did... Horizon wasn't in that list of games, right? That was like, uh, like no, it was not. okay. Did they give Horizon away just for free at some point? Because it seems like I have that and I don't need PlayStation Plus. I, and I know, know I did not pay money Maybe. for it. Okay, I was confused about this. Sure, I was looking through I, all these I games. Just got and like going, that like, complete edition for like ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, they did. It was part of that. Um, uh, like when the virus hit or something it, it oh, was like right. um, the stay home and play thing that yeah. those were just straight up free hey we're sorry about the apocalypse would you perhaps like to enjoy a more <laughs> brightly lit and fun apocalypse yeah this one has robo dinos in it that's it does have robo dinos uh okay that makes sense i was very confused why i did not have access to all these games but horizon seemed to be unlocked so yeah i think that was it yeah all right um, my number three is the Grand Theft Auto Definitive Editions. Uh, mm. those those aren't good. Hmm. <laughs> Curious. 
Why is this curious? Why are you Would doing? you perhaps like to talk about the definitive editions a little bit later? Possibly. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, then I guess we'll save that uh, for later, but I'll say the remaster jobs are not good. But also, it's on here because those games also are not good, is the main thing. What? Uh, look, they were very important for the yeah. time. Important means good. <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> i uh, had very fond memories of playing these games back in the day on the playstation 2 me too and i would really like to go back and experience them again but the more i see footage of it the more i think i'm fine just never playing any grand theft auto ever again for the rest of my life i'll play the next real one that comes out oh man it's only like 10 years away yeah uh my number two is Skatebird. Hey, remember uh, fuck? Goose Game? Remember how everybody yeah. was like, ah, it's a goose. It's funny. Yeah. Because it honks. Yeah. Well, somebody took that idea and said, what if there's a bird who skateboards? I mean, I like the sound of a lot more. I mean, yes, it, it is like you can choose from various like varieties of birds and colors and little hats and things on them, and that's all right. And then you get to the game. And it is barely functional. It's awful. That barely uh, functional how? Like it just the controls are all the, fucked or something? Yeah, and like the physics are terrible. It's like okay, um You remember that Tony Hawk H D thing that came out? Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was really, really bad. It plays worse than that. <sighs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah wait is this also a thing where like people are like oh it's really funny the birds on a skateboard and like everyone loves it yeah well i don't know if everybody loves it but the dialogue also kind of has that vibe to it where it's like ah burb that's funny oh yeah no it's it's good because they misspelled the word bird and so it's kind of like it's cute and very endearing Uh uh-huh i don't Um, i don't call them dogs i call them doggos because uh, yeah, I've not ex- had exactly. sex in 10 years and I <laughs> don't intend to anytime soon. But this is that kind of thing where, uh, oddly, the best thing about it's the soundtrack. Like it has this really good sort of like pop punk soundtrack and you can get extra tapes around the level. They'll unlock new ones. Huh. But but that's obviously just a case where it's like, hey, we found this stuff. That's probably royalty free music they picked <laughs> through or something. <laughs> Like lockdown is in there somewhere i don't know oh they should have put lovebirds in it would have been perfectly suited for oh, a yeah, game yeah. about birds it, it would be um but yeah it's just an awful awful game and it probably should not have been released like this feels like <laughs> something that's like early alpha to me it yeah. felt like something that was made like in a 12-hour game jam you know where it's like oh those are always great yeah we we got some bird models from the unity store and we put them on a skateboard (laughs) terrible i do wonder if a bunch of people actually like that game like if if the dumb if the dumb like mass appeal humor of it just happens to like land right for a bunch of people and they think it's like one of the funniest greatest things to come out all year i'm i'm gonna look up the uh, user reviews on xbox.com all right skate bird this will be good uh average rating 2.6 oh out of how many five. Oh, that's not a good gamer score 
this uh, top review from Glowcat says, This game is cute, but it has major flaws. <laughs> At first, it feels like Tony Hawk. The buttons you expect to do specific things do those things, but the physics, rail locking, and collision detection are all over the place. Okay, well, uh, sections should be easy to progress, but end up being absolutely infuriating due to these factors. Uh, yeah. At least people aren't, like, so brain damaged that they like this, then. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Like, cute name, bad execution. At least these people yeah. know. So, yeah, okay. okay. That's What's good. your number that, one? My, my number one also launched on Game Pass. I, we, I talked about it at length when it came out. I think I know what this is. You All saw right. the new Spider-Man. I did see the new Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. William the Foe is in that. Yeah, he, he's great in that. Uh, yeah, he's like he, playing he's a grandpa great. with dementia. He's Peter Parker's dementia riddled grandpa, <laughs> uh, who later suplexes him through <laughs> several <laughs> floors of a condo building. Well, what if I told you there is a game Twelve Minutes, which also features William the Foe? Oh boy! Uh, and it also features Jimmy McAvoy. Wait, I didn't. I accidentally said that right. Jimmy McAvoy. Oh, I love and, Brian Singer movies. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, for most beloved auteurs. Uh, why, why, why is Brian Singer taking so many pictures with little boys? <laughs> it's, well, it's a mystery to everybody. <laughs> it also features. Uh, I don't know it's how to say Daisy him. in a weird way. Uh, Daisy Ridley. Oh, I liked her Star a lot. War. Yeah, I liked her a lot in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Sure. Anyway, uh, they got high tier actors to do voices I for this was... game where you never see anyone's faces. And also it's about incest. <laughs> oh, no, it is a Brian Singer movie. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh no, stepdad, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just coming in here. I need this pocket watch. Daisy really got stuck in the washing machine. <laughs> no, she got stuck in a vent trying to get the pocket watch. And then oh, that's the, even the, sexier. The, the foe comes in. And he's like, I need that watch. Oh, Jesus anyway. Christ. <laughs> so that's, That is only the second most degenerate thing that I have witnessed in the last 24 hours. <laughs> I watched it. I'm going to derail this one more time. Watched an episode of Star Trek Enterprise where oh, they're boy. in like 1950s America and the big booby Vulcan has to put on a disguise. So they steal a bunch of like clothes off of uh, off of the hook in, the, in someone's backyard. Oh, yeah. And so there's this big white sheet. And T'Pol is changing her clothes behind it, so you get to see everything <laughs> without seeing everything. She took right. off her clothes. <sighs> so anyway, that's... I just wanted to share that, because I, I was making sugar cookies while this was going on, and I looked back over at the screen and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they actually got away with this shit? Don DeMello presents Star Trek Enterprise. I but think that's just something for daddy. I think Gene Roddenberry would have loved Enterprise <laughs> if he was around to see it. Probably. Uh, anyway. 12 Minutes is a point and click adventure game. 
a time loop game. There was something about 2021 that had a lot of time loop games. None of them good. Um, it kind of wait, feels like we're all there, stuck in a time loop. It's, wait, there was know. one good one. What was it? Uh, blinks, it wasn't Deathloop. Blinks the time cap. No. <laughs> there was one. I don't know. It doesn't matter. None of this matters. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. There's um, there's the uh, uh, there's the Chrono Rabbit and Bland Wonder World that lets you stop time. All right, um. 12, 12 minutes. Uh, it's a time loop adventure game. Is in keeping with the theme is incredibly tedious because it does not let you skip. Like, uh, oh, Forgotten <laughs> City. That's the good one. Oh, right, which, right, right. Which will okay. be making an appearance in the Gizmos, perhaps. Um, but the Forgotten City has a character that specifically exists to bypass things that you already know how to do, so you don't have to go through the tedium of doing it all over again. 12 yeah. Minutes does not afford you such a luxury, and instead makes you do everything, uh, which is even better because it is incredibly vague in like getting you to actually figure out what you have to do because there will be things that you do that appear to have no effect on anything that actually do, or you know what you have to do, but you're not sure exactly when to do it. Like there's one thing to get the ending of the game. You have to present an item at a very specific point in a conversation where it seems like you wouldn't even have any input. Hmm. Also oh, I mean... just weird stuff like th one thing I remember is there aren't that many items you even have that you can use on each other. You know, it's not like a LucasArts adventure game where of course they're just going to have Max say, or Sam say, I can't use these things together. Um, oh, but I would love to hear Willem Dafoe deliver a line like that. Well, you don't play as Willem Dafoe. What? He's, oh, he's no wonder guy. this is the number one worst game of 2021. <laughs> No, you're playing as James McAvoy, which is can't play as Willem Dafoe. No, he he's the cop, or so he claims, who's bursting into your apartment and he'll shoot you or choke you out. Anyway, what I was saying is there aren't that many items, and yet they didn't even account for the various uh, things you can do. Like you can get a gun, and if you try to shoot a window out to escape, it just like has placeholder text of like object parentheses <laughs> like crack noise or something like that that shows up they like, should just have it where if you try to like break out that way it plays the little fmv of the zombie dogs from resident evil <laughs> like when you try to just walk out the sure. front door <laughs> yeah yeah uh also this game was in development for a long time like eight years or something it did like one person work on it yeah how did so. he manage to like rope in all these big name actors when it's just like know. one little one little guy, one little dude making this game? I think it's uh when it was picked up by uh the publisher Annapurna, maybe oh. they that was how they got it. It was like, oh, this will be an artsy game, you know. Okay. This this will be our uh, our awards shot, um, and then uh, for phew, consideration, boy. twelve minutes. Yeah. Well, hey, guess what? You fucks! It did win an award at the Golden Grammys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, and not only is it about incest, it's also all a dream. So it's like a double whammy <laughs> of like a worthless. Like we just completely wasted your time. Had the dream where I was fucking my sister again. Well, the thing is, that did happen. It's that. Oh no! What what you are actually playing is a dream. Like, it's a hypnosis, basically. 
Sounds terrible. It already sounded terrible when you described it to me the first time on the podcast. Oh, yeah, it's awful. Ages ago. It still sounds bad. Well, uh, so I guess I'm comfortable saying the overall winner is 12 minutes. It sounds like that's a whole lot more frustrating than everything that I've had to deal with in Bland Wonderworld. I feel like overall, like the waste of its potential and also the voice actors and yeah. also everything about its plot is worse than uh, a bad platformer. I would say that Bland Wonderworld is also a misuse of talent, but Yuji Naka made Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, so <laughs> fuck. There are a lot of defenders of Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. Yeah, they're idiots. <laughs> I never played it. I have not either. I remember using the Billy Hatcher gun in Shadow the Hedgehog. That's as close as I've come to playing Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. All right. Yeah. Next cat, uh, are we doing the next thing? Sure. Okay, I, I mean, know what, what else we would do we do. Like, we finished the worst game category. I go watch a movie, Christmas Vacation, or something. Take a little uh, break. Uh, biggest shitstorm is yeah. usually saved for last, but we have so much to unpack with the next category that I'm moving this one up this year because it's actually a bit less difficult to get into. And also, it pushes the really difficult content to the back of the podcast. Mm. Making the, a make an executive decision here, starring Steven Seagal and Kurt Russell. I am making an executive decision, and I have heard you uh, when you say that you want me to step down as the executive. <laughs> and I think that you should get fucked and go fuck yourself, and also fuck off and die. Okay, I'll do. And that. I and I will destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> um biggest shitstorm is grand theft auto the definitive uh -huh. edition so i'll get into a bit the reason why i've kind of chosen these the way that i have a little bit later when we get into the next uh discussion but i do definitely want to talk about these in more detail because i think everything that happens surrounding these is such a goddamn disaster yeah and it came so late in the year like much of 2021, I was thinking like, man, there hasn't been like a really bad fuck up with a game in a while. And like part of that is because there's just not many video games that seem to be coming out or really being worked on. But boy, in the 11th hour, Rockstar, the true Rockstar <laughs> of the story. into home. That's right. <laughs> um, so where do we start with these things? Because you're the one who you... You've sat down and played these. I've only kind of like sat back and watched this whole thing unfold in the periphery. Yeah. Well, I played San Andreas because that was the one on Game Pass. If you had PlayStation Now, they had three, which is actually, I'm not really sure which is worse. Vice City seems to be the best of them because it doesn't have as many issues. Um, mm. I mean, they all have some issues that, that seem yeah, to persist yeah. through them, like the, the issue with the rain and, and transparency. Yes. We'll stuff. see, that. that's why 3 is probably the worst, because it has the most rain. And so you yeah, see that true. terrible effect all the time. Yeah. Um, but then San Andreas, like they got rid of the sort of a yellowish hue to it, which makes it look really weird. Oh, yeah. Um, there's Well, there's also the, like the draw distance in that thing because it got rid of all the fog yeah. too as you can see literally all the way across the map yeah you can just see like the square map which i, the... 
the edge I, of the world. I kind of think that's cool in a way. Yeah. Like it's a very nightmarish landscape when you're able to see that far away. Right. It's like, yeah, a, they, it's like pathologic. Like you get out there <laughs> and you see like, this is just a sandbox that we're all in. Like some sure. kids are playing with this. Much like pathologic. I have a feeling if I played this game, I would feel like I'm going mad. Um, <laughs> Yeah, CJ like going through his house and seeing bird monsters turn into silhouette men. That bird monster's on a skateboard. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Everybody oh. loves that. Oh, he did. He missed that rail. Mm. Oh, God bless him. He keeps going for it. He went to uh, the corner and just started jittering around. <laughs> he can't get out now. This is all because of Goat Game. Goat Game started all this, and everything's fallen to fucking pieces since then. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Every animal, like, blink game, animal game. Mm-hmm. Sick of them. Yeah. Sick of them. They should make dog game, but it's one of those, and also it plays like Breath of the Wild. Um, Yeah, so I a lot of what I understand about the Definitive Edition comes from watching Digital Foundry videos and also talking to you and, and kind of just seeing stuff as it pops up on Twitter. So, like, there was stuff about, like, the game not being available for some people to play despite the fact that they could buy it no uh, yes because the pc version was tied to the rockstar launcher and then they were having problems with that so it was down so the game was unplayable and then they ended up removing it from sale because of that eventually they got back up oh and then also maybe the removal from sale was because there were also uh unlicensed Mm. music tracks still in the files the they game also left just uh, like hot coffee it. in there. Yes, that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Michael Jackson tracks that were supposed to have been removed were not. Which um, we kind of got into this too with hot coffee in particular. You could get away with that stuff now. You should just oh, you yeah, should yeah. just put just put it in the just put it in the game. Put it in the game. Put it in the game. Not because George is a weirdo freak who likes watching big titty Vulcans get dressed behind <laughs> curtains. Put it in the game because seeing that animated in that way now would be hysterical. Yeah. Like it always looked bad, but especially now. And like with these models that look like something you would see on like a late night commercial <laughs> yeah. for like a game development college. Uh-huh. Oh God, tighten up the graphics and hot coffee. <laughs> I'm glad you said it so I didn't have to. Hey, I just thought of something. So uh, Star Trek Enterprise it's all like uh what this podcast is truly about (laughs) yeah it's the reason for the season um that's all like a hologram from Riker, right so what if to is like his invention no so from Mm, what i understand from what i understand only that last episode is a hologram what the whole Wait, thing no, no, was. no, 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 you're right. It's like no, him saying, I just, like, this is the history of the Enterprise. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I misremembered the, I, I do, yeah, I think the whole thing is supposed to just be like a holodeck program. Oh, man. Yeah, Riker's definitely messing with the parameters in that one. <laughs> he's, he's put the slider all the way up on Tapol. <laughs> he's just walking up while she's changed behind the curtain, just does that thing where he smiles and nods, and then he says, computer, safety off. <laughs> Oh, the greatest mistake we made was making a podcast about goddamn video games and not trying <laughs> to watch all the Star Treks. Well, no, that's your mistake. 
Well, I, I know that you really don't want to watch a lot of them, but I, I do really think, don't. like, content-wise, we would have gotten a lot of <laughs> mileage out of it. True. Um, but anyway, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, what about it? The Definitive Edition. The Star Trek Enterprise it's of definitive. Grand Theft Auto. Like, it, yeah, if you can't this, play literally anymore you can't buy them yeah they they took them off the market because they knew that everybody would want to play the definitive edition that's this right is the way the game was meant to be played uh basically a port of a mobile version of a playstation uh-huh. 2 game that they fucked up on a a mobile port of a ps2 game which struggles to run at a decent frame rate on xbox series x and playstation 5 to the that's point the where part today John Lineman discovered that the best way to play them is to download the PlayStation 4 version and play it on the PS5 to brute force it into running decently. Oh, I love it. Such a mess. I bet these play real good on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Man, okay, I looked up a review of them on the Switch. Okay. And this was on a Nintendo website. Like, oh, all, all about Switch reviews. Even they said... If you have the option of playing this anywhere else, oh. do that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I know. It's got to be bad for a Nintendo website to be saying that. Oh, they're because dragging really, that's, you that's in the, the Switch for everything. <laughs> they're beating your ass in the Switch reviews. <laughs> oh, God. I really do hate the way that those models look, too. Like, it's nice that they have individual fingers, and I also like that Some the compromises, they, they still don't move them individually. But, I don't know, there's, there's a certain, like, plasticky quality to them that doesn't look right. And then, yeah. like, some characters' faces well, now look like they have mumps. Yeah, the thing is, I don't, in a lot of cases, I don't think it's really an issue with the models themselves. It's something with the way they're rendering surfaces. Uh, because, like, specifically, if you watch the Digital Foundry v- review, when they look at the beaches uh, in Vice City, it looks terrible because it all looks plastic, too. Yeah. And so it's something Well, it is, the, as Gorilla had sung about, the plastic beach. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly what Damon Albarn was trying to warn us about. Yeah. Can you I interest you liner in... Notes, like it's, it, you can, it's like the Zodiac Killer letter. Like, you decode it. <laughs> And saying there will be a Grand Theft Auto Definitive Edition. Uh, can I interest you in some NFTs? <laughs> Absolutely not. Would you like some NFTs of gorillas? I got a noodle. This noodle. Uh, I, do, I do like noodle. Do you this have any, noodle do you have has a Murdochs? funny hat. Uh, yeah, I got a fireman Murdoch. I have mm. a policeman Murdoch. I have a doctor Murdoch. Well, as an NFT, anything is possible. <laughs> Your imagination is limitless. Okay. You can draw one character and then just change the way they dress in an endless amount of times. Do you have an NFT of Del the Funky Homo Sapien? Uh, I have several Del the Funky Homo Sapiens. Okay. He He, prefers manga with mecha, you know. I cannot sell these. He is very litigious. (laughs) I need you to buy the NFT so I can cover my court costs. Please purchase some NFTs. If I buy them, will I also be in trouble? Am I going to be in legal hot water from Del? Oh, def- uh, well, also with, like, the Federal Reserve oh. and, like, a bunch of other agencies, I'm pretty sure. Uh, you gotta pay taxes on these now, also. So, can you please buy some from me, please? I don't think so. Do you take uh... Dogecoin? 
<laughs> I bought a bunch because Elon Musk said to. I do everything Elon Musk tells me to do. I'm a good boy. <laughs> I'm going to get online and defend him from anyone who says anything bad. That person said Elon should pay his taxes. Get her, boys. <laughs> this person, this guy was doing a, the auto driving on a Tesla and almost ran over a pedestrian and then blamed it on the Tesla. Get him. I wish your Tesla did explode and it took you with it. <laughs> God, I, there was Don't something I... love the I... auto driving videos, by the way, where a guy, like, the the car like turns while there's a red light and there are pedestrians going across the road he's like well these guys these people are making it difficult for me get on the road <laughs> <laughs> jerk <laughs> oh god everyone who owns a tesla is a fucking asshole yeah. The, the, the interiors of this, by the way, I really hate how car interiors are changing where it's just a shitty looking steering wheel and a goddamn iPad. Oh, yeah. It looks terrible. Also, iPads and other tablet devices famously never glitch out or fail. Oh, of course not. Yeah. Anyway, oh, reliable. I am happy with my 2003. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, I have a. Not still trucking. Mm. What what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, NFTs, right. There was a article I saw earlier today that said that like thanks to NFTs, you now have like a digital status symbol so can people can tell your wealth online. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that the same one who was like they finally brought scarcity online as though that's a good thing? Yes. Finally, the scarcity of digital goods is here. Uh, because I love leaving my computer and not being able to buy many physical items due to real-world scarcity. Now uh -huh. I can enjoy that on the internet, too. Anyway, it's great, because also every time I see someone, like, physically who owns NFTs, they look like they have not bathed in a month. Yeah. So. It's okay. They've got those uh, crypto farms full of uh... limited edition Gundam video cards. Yeah, that's really great. It's awesome that they're just eating all those up. Anyway, I hope my 980 doesn't fail anytime soon. That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, only a matter of time before Rockstar introduces NFTs in some capacity. I am sure it is going to happen. Grand Theft Auto Online seems like the perfect platform for some NFT fuckery. It does. Yeah. I mean, buy your digital bucks on GTA Online. Also buy this picture of cj shitting i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the definitive editions though like this whole thing about like imagine, how they imagining somebody getting the ultra rare white cj nft <laughs> oh, <God>, no. <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> you don't need mods anymore boys oh fuck <laughs> It's amazing to me that the, the definitive edition is as busted as it is. The whole story behind it, in, in precisely what way it's busted, how it's busted, the fact that like it's not been available, that they removed all these other versions of the game, like easily, I think the biggest shitstorm of the year. Uh, and the reason why it, because I was, I said I would explain this. I have a a reason for doing what I'm doing as far as like awarding these. Um, 
we kind of talked about this last year because last year there was also a crazy sexual harassment scandal this time with Ubisoft. And we said that kind of by definition, shitstorm is supposed to be more like marketing blunders. Yeah. Like we're fucking up the release of a game or we're fucking up the messaging behind something that we did that was wrong. Um, and so I feel like it, the stuff with Activision doesn't quite fit that mold, but also I wanted there to be like a variety of things to talk about. The definitive edition is absolutely a train wreck. And so I wanted to get into it a little bit uh, because the whole rest of this podcast, uh, worst publisher, by the way, guess what's fucking Activision. (laughs) Shocking. I didn't want them to sweep. They could have easily swept this entire thing, but I I I wanted them to reasonably they should, right? The stuff that they did is so egregious. It's so wrong. They absolutely should sweep this entire thing. But I wanted to talk about different stuff, too. Okay. And I I feel we can, like, unpack everything going on with them in one category that they absolutely still have earned in spades. So what's next? Should I just read the things that Bobby Kotick has said and done <laughs> to other people? I, I had to. So. I had to look into this. I I bought a nice bottle of brandy because uh, it seemed like a good thing to drink uh, for Christmas. Just you know, have it. Say brandy. Yeah, I just I wanted to have like a little glass, something to kind of warm me up, you know, Christmas Eve. Uh, and then I was like, well, I got to do research for the Golden Grimmies tomorrow. So I need to like dive into this Activision stuff. And boy, I cracked that bottle of fucking brandy wide open. <laughs> I needed a big adult size glass to get through this. You took two bottles and you smacked them together like stone cold and then poured <laughs> them into your mouth and just like cut your throat up real bad with a broken glass. <laughs> That's right. So. Oh, hell yeah. My throat. <laughs> Is full of blood. <laughs> so this whole thing with it, by the way, this is like the hard line content warning. If you're uncomfortable with anything relating to sexual assault, which you should be uncomfortable, but if it's like to the point that you don't want to hear anything about it, shut the podcast off. Cause we got to like get into some real dog shit with that division. This all Gaspar came out. No way movies doesn't bother me. I, I kind of think some of this is worse than the Gaspar. No way movie. Well, yeah. Cause it's real. Yeah. But just like the the, the he's just having fun. The degree of shit. But yeah. Yes, definitely he is. Well, but it could be argued that Bobby's having fun too. Well, yeah, but that's also worse. Yes, he should not be allowed to have fun. No, um, he shouldn't have been in Moneyball. Yeah, show me the flight records. I need to see if Bobby Kotick is on them. Oh, um, he has to be. Oh, yeah. So this all broke like much earlier in the year because of a lawsuit filed uh, by the state of California that is alleging that Activision has had a workplace of constant sexual harassment, uh, which, of course, the company denies. uh, But then as information has kind of been like funneling out of the bowels of Activision, it seems like constant sexual harassment is putting it very, very mildly. It almost seems like a charitable way of describing how bad everything is over there. One one woman committed suicide over it, right? My misremembering. Uh, yes. That? Okay. Yeah. That was By the one... way, uh, uh, Bobby Kodak was present in Jeffrey Epstein's little black book. So, 
You did it, Bobby. Uh-huh. Fucking Christ. Why is, all, why is there all these pictures of Brian Singer with Bobby Kotick? <laughs> the best part is, like, both his first and last names are misspelled. Uh, <laughs> but it, like, has an Activision email and everything, so. Booby Kodak. Uh, it's it's Kodak without the K and Bobby with one B. So, yes, it's Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> So the main articles that I looked into to kind of refresh myself on everything, both of them are posted to The Verge. Uh, One of them is titled, Bobby Kotick is still the CEO of Activision Blizzard for now. Uh, Probably forever, unfortunately. Uh, But kind of getting into some of the stuff with the board meetings, like I, I recall that there were a lot of like employees who were not invited to those, sat in on them and basically kept asking like, hey, uh, when are you going to quit? You should quit. And then those employees being put on leave. Uh-huh. Uh, various like members of that board as well, just going like, hey, you know, people are not going to be appeased with anything until you step down. And then Bobby basically going, hmm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> just decidedly oh, well. not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Wasn't there, didn't someone like stage a walkout and then they got fired yes. for it? Uh, there were two walkouts uh, of yeah. more than 1,500 employees uh, who also signed a petition to remove Kodak. Uh, this raised numerous key figures, including former Blizzard at President Jay Allen, uh, have left the company. Which, like, that's they're, they're kind of a thing with this, too, it, at least in my opinion, is it, it seems to be so well known that this stuff was going on, that there was a workplace that practically encouraged sexual harassment and mistreatment of employees if you waited to leave until the news broke you're still a piece of shit like hey melinda gates glad you left your husband should have maybe done that a while ago though (laughs) yeah like there's just a a certain line where it's just like yeah you left but it took you this long you were complicit too late Yeah. yeah so you know, like, yeah, Werner von Braun made, uh, uh, like rockets for the U.S. What did he do before that, though? For quite no, a while. Please, please don't look into Operation Paper. Please don't do that. Please. <laughs> Guys, please. Look, see you, there. Look at this NFT. <laughs> look at all these NFTs. Look at these apes. This one's melting. It's got a bunch of NFTs on my key ring, and I'm just jangling them around. Um, yeah, so there were, you know, people being put on leave and, and stuff like this because they were rightfully protesting some real dog shit going on in the company. Of course, this has also impacted their games, uh, as it should. I really don't feel comfortable buying anything with Activision's label on it at this point. I mean, I kind of shouldn't with Ubisoft, but I bought Far Cry 6, so I pulled Melinda Gates. <laughs> 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 But, like, one of the lighter elements of this story is still, like, Overwatch 2 getting trotted out every time more <laughs> news breaks about this. Because that's uh, all it Diablo. exists for. Yes. Hey, they're making a new uh, Splinter Cell. Please ignore Ooh. all that other stuff now. <laughs> okay. Look, sorry, but, like, new Splinter Cell. Yeah, sure. That Splinter Cell is totally being worked on right now. 
and has not just been announced in order to get people to not pay attention to all the NFT shit that the company <laughs> stepped into. I mean, it will probably have NFT garbage in it. Oh, probably, yeah. Uh, there's got to be one of those monkeys dressed like Sam Fisher. There just has to be. <laughs> there's no way there's not. But yeah, it, like... Imagine how terrifying a monkey with Michael Ironside's voice would be. Ooh. That should have been in Planet of the Apes. That should have been in that fucking NFT sitcom that they put out. <laughs> that just stole sound effects from like Knights of the Old Republic. Really? Yeah, didn't, you didn't. No, oh, there's no, like I a, didn't look at any. There's of that. a klaxon in that that is just straight up taken from Knights of the Old Republic. Well, I think Kotor probably used stock sound effects too. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's like the Doom anyway. like door sound effect here and everything. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Codex' role in all of this, like, not only has he been aware of all the misconduct going on in his company, he has actively been taking part in it himself. Uh, so I'm going to read some things off of this Verge article that will probably be uh -oh. very upsetting. <laughs> um, in 2006, one of his assistants complained that he had harassed her, including by threatening in a voicemail to have her killed, According mm -hmm. to people familiar with the matter, he settled the matter out of court, the people said. In another, in 2007, he was sued by the flight attendant on a private jet he co-owned. The flight attendant claimed the plane's pilot had sexually harassed her, and after she complained to the other owner, Mr. Kodak fired her. The defendants denied the allegation. In a separate action related to legal fees in the case, an arbiter, citing what he said was sworn testimony, wrote that Mr. Kodak told the flight attendant and her attorneys, I'm going to destroy you. A spokesperson for Mr. Kodak denied that he had said that. In 2008, they settled by paying the attendant $200,000 according to the arbiter's decision. A spokesman for Mr. Kodak said he couldn't have fired her in retaliation for complaining because she never complained directly to him. Good times. <sighs> Kodak is a huge piece of shit. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we also need to talk about the Game Awards briefly, because this is kind of the last thing related to this, and also just more pie on the face uh, for oh, good yeah. old Jeff Keighley, uh, who they they put out a statement saying, hey, we're not going to address anything related to this. You know, the, the show's all about the games. It's only about the games. And we're not people... taking sides. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very brave not to take sides in this mm -hmm. story about rampant sexual abuse within a company. Uh, will take sides when Konami won't let Hideo Kojima out of his cage to fly to America. <laughs> yeah, like, th of course, there's the image of, like, uh, Activision doing all the raping, I sleep, Hideo Kojima <laughs> not invited to a party, real shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so th there was that whole thing with him being like, yeah, we're not going like, hey, we aren't going to talk about it. It's all about the games. Uh, hey, guys, can you please stop looking at our board of directors page? I I know that they're like their vice Pay president. Pay no attention the to the board of directors page. Ignore me. Yeah, which if if anyone doesn't know about that, there was, of course, I think it was the vice president of Activision is on their board of directors. So, you know. That's not good. No. Uh, no place for abuse here, we say, before showing this Quantic Dream Star Wars trailer. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Nothing problematic about David Cage, perhaps the Brian Singer of video games. <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. Um, computer, give me a model of Willem Dafoe showering. <laughs> he was fucked. in that game. He was, I, that's why I'm bringing it up, okay. but it is real fucked how they did Elliot Page. Like, that's yeah. some fucking garbage. Um, But yeah, it like, Jeff put out that statement that was just like, hey, no place for abuse in the industry. I don't like any of this stuff any more than you do, but, you know, we, we're kind of just going with the, the sort of tone that we set for this award show. Uh, anyway, going to wheel him out here like Hannibal Lecter because he doesn't have a fucking spine. This absolute piece of garbage. I've already made that joke, but whatever. <laughs> I'm very proud of it, it clearly. Um, yeah, no one listens to this. It's fine. Uh, so I hate Keely. Always have. Yeah, like I, I, I saw people like getting upset that he wouldn't take a stance on this. And it's like, I never expected Jeff Keeley to have like a backbone on anything, though. No, like, he's always been just like he was he's the video game equivalent of Jimmy Fallon, basically. Yeah yeah it, it, oh he would absolutely rake his fingers through donald trump's hair he would oh, yeah, get up yeah. in, in in there and, and sniff it yeah. <laughs> like that's the kind you know, of like, sniveling little worm that jeff keely is yeah like, like, it, when, when joseph Fares came up there and said like fuck the oscars like jeff keely was basically doing like uh jimmy fallon when um john oliver would try to bring up amazon's union busting like things like that <laughs> <laughs> just like staring blankly at the camera like uh yeah, somebody starts talking about like global warming at the game awards jeff just like slowly turning with like a grimace <laughs> on his face uh-huh yeah um he he's always been that guy the, the reason he went up to bat for hideo kojima is because they're best buds first of all second yep his award show was still taking off and making a statement like that would have helped it gain notoriety Sure. Doing it doing it now doesn't really mean anything for him because there's already enough people disavowing Activision without actually doing anything to like strongly disavow them. And his award show is already popular enough that he doesn't need the notoriety from it, plus the board of directors thing. Like mm-hmm. I hate Jeff Keeley. There's no sanctity to his award show. There has never been. It has always been a vehicle for game companies to pay him to market their games. That's all it ever was. That's all it ever will be. That's all it was like on Game Trailers TV back when he was doing that. Yeah. The only time I have ever gotten anything of worth from Jeff Keighley was when he was tweeting about when the PlayStation 5 pre-orders would go live, which allowed us to get ours. He has occasionally made some very funny tweets. That's the nicest thing I can say about Jeff Keighley. Sure, sometimes. Yeah, I like that version of Jeff Keighley more, where he's just trying to be a funny guy on Twitter instead of just being this soulless husk marketing shill this vehicle for like the latest game trailers that's the thing he always just seemed creepy to me too like back in the game trailers days uh, because he would always go up to the developer and for some reason anytime it was an m-rated game he'd be up to them and be like is is there gonna be any nudity in it is is there gonna be Hey, sexy times and developers would always just seem bewildered about why he was even asking that and be like i don't know like maybe computer sure, safety not? off <laughs> yeah he was the <laughs> william t Riker. yeah he's, he's game trailers tv 
But he's also got like a sort of data-esque quality about him where like I look at him and I think that's yeah. not a human being. Like I get an uncanny valley sort of sense for him. He's an, he's an automaton that was made by the game companies to show fucking trailers. You are a flesh automaton. Yeah. Anyway, we have an exclusive... Divine light new... severed. What? <laughs> we have an exclusive new trailer for the latest DLC in Far Cry 6. Roll it. Woo! Danny Trejo, he's in the game now. <laughs> he's back in it, baby. Now I can experience it. <laughs> yeah, but like the, the, the Jeff Keeley stuff aside, there there was a uh, you know Microsoft and Sony coming out and going like we need to reevaluate our relationship with Activision Blizzard, uh, even though they have said that I have not seen anything meaningful come from that. It doesn't seem like they have broken off the relationship or you know, started removing games from their digital storefronts or anything like that. And I think the only way that you actually get to Bobby Kotick or actually affect some change in that company at this point is some sort of industry-wide boycott where they start removing games from digital marketplaces, where they stop giving them the ability to advertise their games or a platform to have their games on, or the California lawsuit actually gets the job done. And I don't have confidence that the industry is going to, like, do anything of no. actual merit. They'll just say, yeah, there's no place for abuse. This is terrible. They'll still work with them. Yeah, of course yeah, they're yeah. going to still work with them. It's money. The California thing, like, I don't know where that's going to go. But, like, god damn, I hope something comes of that. Like, this is fucking horrible. Like, this is an industry that has been rife with abuse forever. And it's really disheartening that every single year is just another, like, we just changed what company we're talking about. Yep. Ubisoft last year, this year's Activision. Nah, Rockstar next year. Fuck it. Probably. Keep going through them. Is that, you know, at some point you just, you want it all to change just to fucking collapse. Yeah, that's the thing. When people talk about the health of the industry, to me it's like, eh okay i don't i don't care it's all rotted from the inside i'm like rorschach at this point like just just let it all boil over like it doesn't matter setting aside like the gross abuse of people in the video game industry you get more into the kind of like how are games sort of manifesting what form are they taking now where it's just for me personally again i don't like breath of the wild style gameplay everything is becoming a breath of the wild style game and yeah, it's like, like how a couple hey, years ago, everything was a battle royale. Yeah, and and now it's the integration of NFTs, as if digital marketplaces for games already didn't like suck fun out of the experience of playing a video game. It's also, just such a weird thing because it's like you already have DLC, which is basically what NFTs are. It's yeah. just that this time it's just like unique skins. I guess uh, the okay. difference is that those are then like very unique to the person who. Be- it's like the CS:GO shit. Frankly, right, it's just that's an what extension I was thinking. of that. Yeah. And it's like people then go on like, oh, it's the future of games. It's like, well, then the future of games is me not playing video games. Yeah. And then increasingly that seems like how it's going to be because like the way games are taking shape now are just becoming more and more everything that I don't want from video games. I don't want I talk about like, oh, what's the price of this like fucking N64 game on eBay? I don't actually want games to be commodities. No, <laughs> like, th- that's fucked up too where that stuff is also starting to get expensive and being like its own bizarre speculative market like fuck all this man like 
played Alien Trilogy on a Sega Saturn last night, and that's like way more fun than I had with anything else in <laughs> recent memory. That's how bad things have gone. I was gonna say, like, that's a really bad sign. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it, it, maybe next year they'll put out three games that I actually enjoy. By that I mean they'll put out three games, like period. Alien Trilogy. It's all three aliens <gasps> this time. Yes. Oh, they've done it. The Alien Trilogy Definitive Edition. <laughs> they farmed it out to Grove Street Games. <laughs> God damn it, no. Look at the rain in this Alien game. It's indoors, but still. Though, so those were some other like contenders for Vegas Shitstorm 2 is stuff like, oh, Stalker integrating NFTs. And then like as soon as everybody was like, hey, fuck that. And then like immediately running it back and being yeah. like, oh, we're not doing that. That was pretty uh, funny. Yes, it was. Uh, but those things didn't quite, I think, excel to the level of like GTA where it was just sustained for a long period of time where it's still an issue now. Um, but like that stuff has been real bad too, with like companies kind of pushing more into games as a digital commodity, uh, digital marketplaces. And that just takes resources away from games. It just makes games less fun. I... It's all it's all bad. It's just all been bad. And I think it's punctuated too by this being the first year of these new consoles and basically like nothing coming out. Yeah. Like there's just been so little to actually sit down and play. Well, that was what was that best that was worst publisher? That's worst publisher. Okay. Slash new... developer. Oh, okay. They, I, I think they kinda have to take both. That that was what I thought. But. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could also say worst developers Grove Street Games because mm. they they really dropped the ball with that shit. But like, I kind of think Activision does need to take it home too. I, the the fact I, that this obviously also has an impact on their ability to develop. The thing is, uh, I do think it was a pretty bad job they did on the GTA thing. But I bet at the same time they did not actually get that much support from Rockstar or cash sure. in general. Yeah. Like they were probably uh, working under pretty bad conditions and limited in what they could do. Yeah, probably was not too dissimilar from the Silent Hill HD collection. Maybe, you know, just yeah. not getting the resources that they need to put together a, a proper product. Yeah. Not that Rockstar doesn't have the money. Their GTA Online is wildly uh, successful. They they have plenty of shark cards. Yeah, but. You know, that that's poor working conditions, again, is, is a thing that is just so it's so, <laughs> it permeates every layer of that industry. Like at last year, we also talked about like um, Naughty Dog Naughty pipes yeah. falling from the ceiling, man. <laughs> like, what the fuck? God damn. Just, they made a new Jack and Daxter. I would forgive them. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're not going to. Uh, no, they're not. They're not going to. Um, but yeah, it, it, that's what the golden Grammys is all about. <laughs> Just being incredibly vitriolic about the industry. Mm -hmm. And if only there were a future where it didn't need to be this way and there didn't need to be a golden Grammys, but unfortunately. This might be the first ever golden Grammys with no appearance from Randy Pitchford. Randy was previously thinks... basically like the, the mascot of the golden Grammys. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Randy Pitchford and his USB stick full of pornography is... <laughs> he just lived in a medieval times. Come on, who hasn't done that? 
Still one of the funniest fucking stories I've ever heard. He, he was researching the magic trick of squirting. <laughs> oh, how does that work? Yeah, he well, he had to. You, you got to download it so you can really go frame by frame and figure it out. <laughs> oh, Randy. It's just, if there were still more just stories about, like, oh, this is completely fucked, I would want it to be more along the lines of USB stick of porn in a medieval times and not Bobby Kotick saying he's going to destroy people for speaking yeah. up about sexual harassment. Yeah. Uh, Those were the good old Grammys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nintendo didn't make this uh, list at all either. They, they I briefly Neither considered did them... I briefly considered them because of their uh, their premium online pass thing to get at Nintendo 64 games yeah, emulated. Is, and it's pretty bad. Uh, Valve, yeah, there was nothing for them, but like Valve kind of kept their head down this year. Yeah. They put out a VR thing. That's the most Valve has done in a while. I've got that Steam Deck coming out. They do. When those start blowing up in people's laps next year, then they'll be able to make the Grimmies again. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's about it. There is the category of worst old game that I've played off of my list, but I am saving that for the actual proper final episode of this podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I had considered what I played, and I think that the last secret game I played might be the worst. And since I already was sold on doing that in a different episode, I think I'm just going to like withhold it for them. Um. So I think that's it for the the Grimmies. All right. And now we're going to go watch Spider-Man. I'm not. I'm going to watch uh, No Time to Die. Ooh. I'm going to watch Spider-Man videos I found on YouTube. Elsa is in this one. And also <laughs> oh, no. the Joker. The Hulk? Yeah, Hulk's in there. Hulk's pregnant, right? Is that why his belly's so big? I think so. Oh, I thought it's because he, like, ate a lot of food or something. Wait, how does Hulk get pregnant? Look, I don't know. How is Hulk Babby formed? <laughs> is that what you're asking me? They need to do Wayne and Stain Hulk. Your scrolls can't frith back. Uh, we'll be back next week with the Golden Gizmos. Lighter fare. God, thank fuck. Yeah, we all need it. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. <laughs> no positions. No point of view or vision. <laughs> <laughs>